Good morning, beautiful people. Today is Thursday, October 29th, and you don't have to make it a great day because today is already great. You are listening to The Daily Devo. I am your host, Losco, and I am so excited that you've chosen to spend five minutes with me as we explore word and wisdom for the leader in you. This week, we have been talking about the beginning stages of developing your team, okay? So we're talking about the inner circle. And the way that we're doing that is by looking into the inner circle of the most influential leader of all time, and that is Jesus. Now, Jesus had an inner circle of three people, Peter, James, and John. And we've been talking about characteristics of the three that we should look for in the people that we put in our inner circles. Now, there's one more part to this that I have been excited to talk about all week, that all three of those things that we talked about on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday lead into. So if you have not listened to Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, I want you to go and listen to those because those are important because they lead us into what we're going to talk about today. And we talked about the fact that we have to have people around us that, and I'm going to go backwards from Wednesday to Tuesday to Monday. We have to have people that love our, who we are and what we're called to. Okay. There has to be an element of love, a sacrificial love that says that I will give of myself just as I know you would give of yourself to me. And then we have to have people who are just absolutely passionate. You know, there's there's something, and their passion has to make some noise, right? That's when we talked about the sons of thunder. And then on Monday, we talked about the the thing that Peter did when he answered the question that Jesus said, who do men say that I am? And Peter was able to answer that question, not because Jesus told him, but because he saw who he was. It was revealed to Peter. And we have to have people around us who see us. Now, we're going to go into the next level of being seen. And this is what we're talking about today. There's a, a thing that happens here in the ninth chapter of the book of Mark, where Jesus takes his inner circle, Peter, James, and John, and they go up into a mountain. Okay, and when they go up into this mountain, the Bible says that Jesus is transfigured in front in front of them. And this word transfigured means to be transformed into something more beautiful, more elegant, more awe inspiring. So he's transformed in front of these three. And this is what the Bible says here in Mark chapter nine. His clothes, Jesus, Jesus's clothes became dazzling white such as no one on earth could bleach them. And there appeared to them Elijah with Moses, who were talking with Jesus. Then Peter said to Jesus, Rabbi, it is good for us to be here. Let us make three dwellings, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. He did not know what to say, for they were terrified. Then a cloud overshadowed them, and from the cloud there came a voice. This is my son, the beloved. Listen to him. Suddenly, when they looked around, they saw no one with them anymore, but only Jesus. As they were coming down from the mountain, he ordered them, Jesus ordered them to tell no one about what they had seen until after the son of man had risen from the dead. 
So they kept the matter to themselves. This is what I want to talk about today. I want to talk about people that you can trust with your transfigurement. People that you can trust when you are elevated. Because here's what happens. When people are closest to us, we often don't separate the times when we are close and those times when you are elevated to the level at which you are elevated. In other words, there are some times that people who are so close to you, they don't respect the times when you are elevated to a level that they know that they are not a part of. As Jesus is in the mountain and he's transfigured and his clothes become white and he's talking to people who have been dead forever like Moses and Elisha, and you see him being transfigured, you're saying he has just elevated himself to a level that we are not a part of, but we are witness to. And we have to reverence and we have to respect it and don't become so familiar that we treat it as if they were just the same person. There will be times in your leadership where you will be elevated to a point that if the people closest to you don't respect you in front of others, then it could degrade the very trust of everyone else that calls you a leader because the people closest to you don't respect you in that way. So that's the first key to the transfigurement being trusted. But then the second part of the transfigurement being trusted was when Jesus tells them, tell no one about this until a, a particular time. The Bible says they kept it to themselves. There are some people who just because they're close to you will want others to know how close they are to you. I don't know that I would necessarily have the discipline to go up into the mountain and see Jesus transfigured and to see Elijah and to see Moses and then come back down and tell no one. Are you kidding me? I've just I've just seen the impossible and I can tell no one. But the Bible says that they told no one. Why? Because they could be trusted with the transfigurement. And what I want us to start to think about is those people around us, the people around us, one, do they respect and revere the moments that we are transfigured? Do they respect it enough to know when they are in the presence of when you just stepped into another level in your leadership? Do they respect you enough to, to respect you as a leader and as a friend? Do they respect you enough to respect your authority as well as their familiarity with you? That's number one. And then number two, can you trust them with the things that you can only share with them? Can they be trusted to, to have insider information as to what you're planning to do next? Can they be trusted to know that you've got some things that you're working on that everyone else can't know about? Can they be trusted to know when you've even got problems that you are working through as a leader that you can talk through with them that won't make its way down to everybody else? Can they be trusted with transfigurement? Because there are going to be things that you have to deal with at an elevated level that can't make its way down the mountain. Can they be trusted with transfigurement? That's what I want us to start to think about. I want to start to think about whether or not the people around us, our inner circle, the people that we have closest to us when we're building our team can be trusted in our transfigured moments. 
I know I went long today, but I really wanted to be able to bring that piece to us because as we think about the ways in which we're building our teams, our inner circle is incredibly important. These are the people who are going to help us make the dream work. And we need to have these characteristics and they must be trusted. It doesn't mean that they don't have faults. We know that each one of these men have faults, but Jesus could trust them. That's what I want us to begin to think about. Can they be trusted? Well, it's a little bit closer to 10 minutes today. So I went uh, double for your trouble. We had some some technical difficulties earlier in the week. So I apologize for that. But today um, I wanted to make sure that we got this because next week what we're going to do is talk about the rest of your team. That's really going to help us push our leadership to the next level. Can the people around you be trusted. Have a good day.